Okay, so I've had to re-record the intro at least three times, so take three. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? This is Amar Bassett, your one and only host of the Aging Millennial Podcast, for now, in brackets. Um, I have been wanting to do this topic, uh, the one I'm going to discuss today, for a while. Um, I just don't know how to tackle it. Um, and the topic is... To what extent does culture shape you? And I never asked myself or felt this question um, until after I got divorced. Um, you know, was I started thinking, was I who I'd become because of this culture? Uh, were my traits, personality, you know, my wants, needs, dealing with emotions, overall character, uh, a result of this culture? Um because only after the divorce, I started taking, I started attending therapy. I started becoming aware of my well-being or start understand the concept at least. And then I started thinking, um, you know, about culture as well. And perhaps, you know, to whoever's listening, um, I'm sure many of you might be thinking the same. Um, especially, you know, how has culture shaped you? Um, and it becomes quite interesting because I'm going to be talking about Pakistani culture um, or slash, you can say, very similar to Indian culture as well. We were all the same country uh, about 75 years ago. Uh, so our culture is very similar. Uh, Bangladesh, India and Pakistan. Um, so definitely tune in to this podcast. Keep listening. Um, if you want to learn about what extent does culture shape you, um, you know, based on, uh, I mean, there is no... I don't provide any scientific evidence or research. Um, it's purely based on my personal experience, my personal experiences and um, observations of others as well. Um, and culture is a huge topic. It's a huge, huge, huge topic. Um, and perhaps, you know, I, I, I may cover this more in the subsequent episodes. But anyways, let's go with the flow for now. Um, see how it pans out. Um, and, um, you know, hopefully I can, um, you know, I can, what's the word I can perhaps bring an alternative perspective onto how, you know, what was the cause of some of the personality traits you have, some of the behaviors you have. Um, so you stop blaming yourself um, and start and stop blaming personal experiences, perhaps, and start looking outside the box as well. Um, so let's take a step back. Um, before I became aware of myself and my thoughts and finally decided to change, um, you know, change aspects of my personality, my character and so forth. So bef before this time, and I'm sure... Um, you know, this is this 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 is this isn't unique to, you know, the other 7 billion people living in the world. Uh, so before the, before realizing this, um, I was a people pleaser. Um, I was letting people walk over me. I was suppressing emotions, quite frustrated, um, easily swayed. So, you know, my, my opinions could change depending on who it is and who I'm speaking to and what the general opinion is. So conformity was very high within myself. Uh, procrastinator, so lazy. I would take time to get things done. Uh, doing things I wouldn't enjoy. Uh, I was an overthinker. 
I would uh, gaslight myself or, or in simple words, blame myself and feel guilty um, if someone blamed me. So really think about, you know, this is this was my mistake because they're telling me it is. Um, I would spill my... Um, I would, I would, I would be an open book to everyone, uh, judgmental. Uh, I'd love to gossip and backbite twenty four seven, and the list goes on. And as I said before, this isn't unique to me. This is you know everyone has a bit of this. I'm sure there isn't a perfect person in this world who doesn't have it. But it was quite pronounced at me a couple of years ago. Um, and you know, it's, it's, and you know, when we, when I talk about Pakistani Indian culture, it's a complicated one. It's, um, it's, it's, it's an amalgamation or it's an amalgamation of different religions, uh, influencing, uh, the culture, um, over the thousands and thousands of years. It's perhaps the land. It's, you know, it's, um, how the economies have fared. It's the fact that we were ruled by the British. And then before that, we had, you know, foreign kings and queens rule us. So it's, 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 it, you know, our culture has been shaped, or Pakistani culture has been shaped from many, many different aspects, like any other culture in the world. But now let's take, you know, some of the traits I have or had and see how that may have um, been influenced by Pakistani culture in particular. So taking people pleaser. And this is interesting because now when I think about it, my culture is really based on living for others. And I mean it. I, I really mean it. Some of you may laugh, um, especially if you live in the Western world. But my culture is based on living for others and meeting others' expectations. So putting your life in their control um, you know, making sure the teacher likes you at school, uh, making sure your colleagues like you and doing anything to impress them, um, getting revalidated by parents to win their love uh, when you have other siblings or even the only child, perhaps. Um, getting revalidated by family and doing things for them that make them happy and make you more accepted amongst them because family plays such a huge role in Pakistani culture. Um, in the older times and even now, actually, a lot of there's you know the joint family system where your family and extended family live in one household. Um, so everyone's doing things for one another. You know, I remember my parents used to tell me that um, years and years ago when they used to live in a joint family system, this was like 40, 50 years ago, um, everyone had, you know, all the everyone had different turns cooking for the entire family. Um, you know, you would you you would uh, sacrifice things for other family members. So the the the, the pleasing was very much common, uh, and still is very much common there. Um, you know, I know some people who get married to keep their family happy, and thank God, thank God, I thank the Lord, uh, for not being um, you know, for my family not doing this to me, uh, even before and even now. Um, I know with with all this, you you eventually do become a people pleaser. You 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 you, you know this. This, I think, um, kind of shapes you in the society you live in, 100%. Um, taking another one, you know, being judgmental. Uh, my culture thrives on this. Uh, Pakistani, Indian, Bengali culture thrives on this. Um, you know, commenting on how people look. So that includes your weight, your skin color. Um, is very, are very common things to hear from a young age. Um, and there's no filtering in terms of kids or family. Like I remember, um, you know, growing up, uh, not necessarily in my household, thank God for that, but in other households, I would sit in front of, uh, you know, I would sit in their house, some guests leave, and people would comment on, you know, or how, how they looked or they've put on weight or 
um this and with that and you know uh even even like my 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 personal um experience you know uh if you meet family after very long and i'm talking about extended family not even your aunts and uncles but your uh s- second or third uncles and all that they would comment and you know oh you put on weight or you've lost weight or you're losing hair um you know you're still single you're not married um you're not in a great job or you know or, or this and that and this becomes very normal like there's no shame or guilt when people say this um and that's the sad part um and imagine if you hear this if you hear these kind of comments um or put in such a situation since childhood that's what you will learn right that's what you will pick up and that's and you will see that as normal and hence it stays with you on and on and on and you just don't know that it's wrong um and hence you know you uh you you go abroad uh into perhaps a western culture and i'm not saying it doesn't happen here it happens there a lot but per- perhaps less on a lesser scale um and you be sh- and you shocked right that people don't people aren't as judgmental as um as they are like for another example another example when you uh in when in our culture arranged marriages is a very big thing so when you go to people's houses to meet the girl the girl meets the guy or the family meets them for the first time there's a lot of judging going on there oh the guy's fat or the guy's too slim the guy's hairy or the guy has no hair uh, the guy is bald um you know the guy has red cheeks like i do so it's um it's is judging going on 24/7 um and if you don't judge um in that society within your circle or uh with the norm people you are deemed as boring you are not seen as a fun person and hence you partake in that um perhaps to get accepted as well so that's a big part of uh pakistani culture uh and i'm sure it's a big part of uh, other cultures as well another one um so since since uh, childhood or since i can remember um until i did, until i realized i was suppressing emotions and that was leading to my frustration so in my culture or at least it used to be i mean things are changing now thankfully uh you know due to the um due to more awareness and due to the intent as well uh so you know in my culture expressing emotions um especially by a man was deemed as negative and a no go area So uh my culture is based on patriarchy. Uh so men are supposed to be the breadwinner, um strong, they're responsible, um and showing emotion was deemed as weak and not in macho. Unless unless it was a funeral or uh another uh sad occasion. I mean even saying I love you verbally to uh to your family members or to your siblings um or perhaps even to your partner uh doesn't ha- didn't happen and i don't even think it does happen yet um like i've never said i love you to my parents um verbally uh when i was a kid or a teenager um and this is very different to how you see in western culture in western culture i see kids I see partners I see uh kids to their parents saying I love you dad I love you mom um and it's very very common um so I so I think I thank you for WhatsApp <laughs> because WhatsApp was probably the one of the first times I wrote to my parents I love you um and recorded a voice note as well I mean yeah 
Um, and this is, you know, uh, in addition to the cards I made at school when I was a young. And I'm sure there's many people in my uh, age bracket who hail from the same culture or similar culture can relate to this. Um, you know, saying I love you is, isn't very common. Um, and over time, you know, just because of um, the expectations of being a man or a boy slash man growing up, um, not being expressive, um, and these being integral parts of my culture um, caused me to suppress emotion and remaining frustrated as well. Obviously, I can't just blame the culture. There must be other aspects to it as well, but, but culture is a significant part of it. Um, so imagine a whole country not being expressive and not being emotional. And, and the funny thing was that, I, I think I alluded to this earlier, uh, men were deemed or are deemed to see being unemotional in Pakistani culture, whilst girls, them being emotional is fine because they're girls. And, and that's where the gender bias comes in, which I find is absolutely uh, bloody ridiculous. Um, and of course, you know, this, because I remained frustrated, I suppressed emotions, this trickled into my relationships um, though I'm really happy I've become aware now and try my best to be more expressive, 100%. Um, and another thing is, I think uh, Pakistanis in general, uh, compared to the Western world, oh, Westerners, and now it's changing as well, are, are not very challenging or um, we let people walk over us more easily than maybe others do from other cultures. Um, and perhaps, you know, there isn't, there isn't a direct link to the culture. Perhaps I'm wrong, but I'm just kind of drawing links here. Um, like in our culture, in my culture, you're not supposed to speak back to elders uh, as, a scene, as, as it's seen as a sign of disrespect. Um, and even not listening to them counts as well. So you're supposed to listen to them. Um, and I even remember going back now in school, I asked a teacher, uh, like, you know, why is tomb? pronounced as tomb and not tom or something. I don't know, I was like five, six years old. And um, I think I argued with her for like 20 seconds. Like it doesn't make sense to me, the pronunciation. So please help out. And she just asked me to, you know, don't argue with me. I know what's right. I'm the teacher. That's it. And this is, this is, this is not just me. This is a, 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 these kind of situations and this kind of um, commands or or um, orders from the elders is very, very, very common in Pakistani culture. And hence, you know, I think over time, if a child is exposed to this kind of situations or these kind of, um, yeah, these kind of situations, you develop that, you may develop that tendency of not to challenge and just stay quiet and elders know, elders know best. Um, even if you know deep down that you're right, you just, um, you just let them walk over you or you um, allow for your boundaries to be disrespected, and that obviously then shapes your personality and your character, and and you know your and you develop your traits. So these are just some examples I took. I could think of um, what were what was wrong with me. Sorry, not wrong. Wrong's the right word. I'm wrong word. Sorry. What um, weak traits I had, and how, and now thinking about how culture or how Pakistani culture may have shaped those. And of course, there's so much to culture. There's so much to culture. And I, I, I may cover that in subsequent episodes. Though I really hope you can see, you can see with some examples I shared previously of how culture can shape you into the person you were or are today. Um, you know, sometimes you may think that, oh, um, there was a personal experience or, you know, my, my parent, my, 
one of my parents shouted at me or, um, you know, and, and this is the only experience which um, has shaped me, making me more, um, you know, more frustrated or, um, you know, lack of expression or a shy um, and yeah, it, it you know these personal spirits may have added to your to shaping your personality. Though I think ignoring culture would be naive. Culture plays a huge role in it, at least in my view. Um, and you may just not see it, right? Um, and really, when I started identifying these cultural aspects and matching them to my traits, it was a WTF moment for me. It's like, oh wow. Okay, um, you know, I never really saw these aspects about my culture. I never really sat back and, um, you know, worked through why this aspect of a culture has made me into the person I am today. Um, and, you know, I then I started bringing these aspects into my therapy sessions. Um, I started identifying moments when these aspects were being played out by others uh, and within my culture and then started avoiding them. Um, you know, so I become, I've, I'm trying to become more expressive um, without, you know, feeling bad that I'm um, weak or without assigning being emotion, being expressive uh, to a specific gender. Both men and women can do it. Um, and I also realized not being expressive, the damage it done to me as well over time. Um, I realized, you know, that people pleasing, um, that I don't need validation from others. It's in my own hands and it's in my own control, not anyone else's. Though I think it's really, really, really important that we don't get into a blame game. So you need to realize that your friends, your parents, your family have grown up in the same culture. And they have developed, um, and their traits have developed um, partly because of culture as well, like you. So you need to give them that benefit of doubt that they're in the same position as you. You're lucky because you might be aware of it and you can start working on it. And you know these negative aspects of your culture and the toxic parts of your culture, whilst they may not. So, you know, it's... Um, they may not know how this impacted them. So be kind to them, talk to them. Um, and, you know, we really, we as a nation like Pakistan or Pakistanis who are living across the world really need to start tackling the negative aspects of our culture. Um, we have great parts of our culture, like being hospitable. Um, and I'm still thinking, guys, I'm, I'm sure there are more. <laughs> but um, we really need to start addressing the toxic parts of our culture in a, in, in a nice a communicative, um, non-defensive manner. And only then is when we're going to start to change as people um, and as a nation as well. And, you know, uh, I've done other episodes on particular traits, uh, not necessarily linked to culture, but if you want to find out about how, you know, to, um, you know, stop being disappointed all the time, then listen to my episode on um, keeping low slash zero expectations. Um, and there are a couple of other episodes on well-being as well. But I'm no social anthropologist. I don't, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not an academic. I therefore don't take my words for gospel. If you agree with what I've said about, you know, to what extent does culture shape you, then well and good. If not, then let's have a discussion. Let's have a conversation. Um, drop me an email. Uh, you know, approach me on social media. Um, WhatsApp me for, for you who have my, have my, has my number. 
Um, and we can have a chat. I mean, I there obviously there's no right and wrong answer to this. I've I love to learn more about the solution to how we can change our culture or start changing our culture for the better so then we can become better people in the end. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you as always you listen to it most importantly. You subscribe to my channel. You like the episode. Sorry, that's a wrong order. So you listen to it. You like it. You share it with your friends and f- family and friends and you subscribe to my uh, podcast channel, uh, the Aging Millennial Podcast, which is available all the biggest uh, podcast networks uh, globally. And until next time, have a great week. Um, have a great month. Um, focus on your well-being. Make it a priority. And I'll speak to you very, very soon. Ciao.